right, so we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week, and this segment's just for her to inspire us, to want to just be out there in nature, to capture butterflies and take a closer look at ladybugs and smell the fragrance and just enjoy the fresh air. Mm -hmm. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. So how's your uh, garden growing? Actually, really well. It is. Our garden is looking very good. Our veggies and our flowers and our trees and our shrubs. Everything I've got uh, tomatoes starting to form. We got a little mm -hmm. squash we'll probably pick off this week. Mm -hmm. So cucumbers are starting to elongate really fast. Mm -hmm. So uh, things are happening. The flowers are flowers. Dahlias, that's my favorite flower. You get to pick one, you get your deadhead. Mm -hmm. And they just keep pushing more and more oh, blooms. Yeah. So uh, I did actually fertilize <laughs> everything okay. that blooms or fruits mm -hmm. with root and grow oh. this week. Next week, I'm trying to get more consistent with that while mm -hmm. they're young. Root and grow is a compost tea that helps things to root out, gets deeper green, mm -hmm. helps them just to grow. And then I'm trying to go switch very quickly to uh, flower power, mm -hmm. which is. Um, a water-soluble food that helps flowers grow bigger, mm -hmm. that has fruits grow longer, bigger, more. And so it seems to be making a difference. So I see that, I notice it. Okay, so you're doing you're doing root and grow to get them started and healthy and growing, and then you're going to switch to the flower power. Correct. Ah, yep. Okay. Yep. That'll work. So what do you got for us? Well, speaking of flowers yeah. and power, yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to bring in some perennials, so plants that come back every year. Uh, and these perennials are long blooming perennials. So nice. um, sometimes you get that seasonal, like candy tuff. I mean, it's beautiful in the spring, great early perennial, but it's going to stop and yeah. then it's kind of done. Great if you're mixed in beds and stuff because you don't really notice it because other things start blooming. But I wanted to bring in some perennials that are going to give you season from color from beginning to end. Now through October. November, I'm even seeing some of these through through winter almost. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good. So one of the first ones I wanted to bring in, and I, I love this plant, and I just don't think it's utilized very much. Um, and it's such a huge family of plants. So dianthus or carnations, as sometimes you see them called. Um, it's such a huge family. You want a color, you want a variety, you want a style. They've got it. Um, so it is actually... <laughs> now you're just, just having fun with the camera. Sorry. <laughs> keep talking. Keep talking. They literally bloom all season long. Once they start, they're not going to stop until we get really consistently cold. Um, it's also one that nine times out of 10, it's going to keep the foliage through the winter time. It's probably not going to bloom, but it keeps the foliage in through there. And very, very fragrant. I love the smell of carnations, dianthus. Like cinnamon almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very Excellent plant for um, animal resistance. Most of your critters are not going to eat these. Um, and they come in just a variety of colors. So this is a real simple, this one's what? Passion. Violet passion. Forever <laughs> violet yes. passion. Or violent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Forever violet passion. So it's, violet. It's got more it's of a color. simple blue. Yeah. Kind of Look at that though. Spot, it's got, there's there must be 50, I don't know, 70 <laughs> Flower, flower buds. Lot. There's more flower buds than foliage. That's mm -hmm. nuts. So this is another one. This is more orange. I forget the name of this one. 
is premier orange, but it really is orange. And it's unusual to find that color of orange in a, in a carnation. <clears throat> Just naturally orange. Very, very pretty. Isn't that funny? And it's got the fuller flower to it. Um, and both of these guys, when those flowers start to fade, if you just pinch them off, you're going to get more and more and more flowers. And it's another one you were talking about flower power. If oh, you yeah. use that every two weeks on these guys, they are just not going to yeah. stop. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Pretty. So this is uh, carnation, premier orange mm -hmm. carnation. So like you'd put in a boutonniere or something, only yeah. you can grow these outdoors. You can mm -hmm. use them for cutting. Yeah. Beautiful butterflies like them. This is just a hardy, tough plant. And rabbit javelina generally leave them alone. We got a rascally uh, ground squirrel in our garden. Oh, we do. Yep, and he is fat and chubby. <laughs> He's been eating the garden. Oh, I think he came from the neighbor's house. Probably. Um, another one that I really like, and there again, it's a huge family of plants. Is Coreopsis. So Coreopsis. Um, Usually most of the times are, are yellow or browns and yellows, sometimes reds and yellows. Um, to a simple blossom, to a big, they call it a sphere. So it's a big, almost looks like a big tennis ball on the end of your <laughs> Trying to help folks too, Dan. <laughs> Thank you. So Coriopsis love the sun. Oh, yeah. Great sun plant. Continual bloomer. There again, deadheaded. Um, but hey, we all need something to do in our lives. So go out there with your cup of coffee and deadhead your flowers. It is therapeutic. Yeah. But it's another one that's just going to consistently bloom until we get that really super hard frost. Yeah. That'll And then it'll go, I'm going to go to sleep. I'll see you next spring. Yeah, kybernates underground. You just take a lawnmower weed whacker right over top of it, like in March, and mm -hmm. it just comes back fresh right. every single spring, <laughs> bigger and better. And this one can reseed sometimes, oh, yeah. which is quite nice. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So for something taller that really attracts the hummingbirds uh, and the butterflies, this is Agastache. This one's blue boa. It's got a, kind of got a flower, just starting. So it's a summer starting. lover. There's the flowers. Yeah. You can see that. So it's just starting to happen. Agastache. So it has like a fuzzy blue blossom to it. But the hummingbirds just love it. Uh, and the and the um, butterflies are very attracted to it. About. Another one, give it a nice hot spot. Smell that. I know. Amazing. You're going to make me start coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, but there you go. Loves the heat. Give it a nice hot spot to grow into. It's going to come back every year bigger and better. Um, and then once these guys start blooming, once we get that warmth, they, don't stop. Like, yeah. they just keep going and going. I help customers with Agastache because I think we sell too many or plant too many Russian sage. <laughs> and it gets weedy and they, yeah. they seed everywhere. It just It's a big, aggressive shrub. Mm -hmm. Agastache has a similar height, a little bit smaller, very <laughs> similar flower, takes the same heat. Yeah. And it does, it's not aggressive. It's longer lived, less weedy, less trashy. I think Agastache is a better plant mm -hmm. in in most mountain gardens. Right. And they're again also very animal resistant. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, but it also comes in pinks and corals and yellows and oranges. So a wide variety of colors for you to put out there. Uh, oh, we're doing good on time. So this is Gallardia. This one is, which variety is This that? is Arizona Red. Arizona Red. And it is. It's a beautiful Looks like an Arizona sunset. Color. I like it, the, the tones on it, because it has that orangey red and then yellow at the tips. It is like a, a sunset in Arizona. Right? 
like Route 66 right <laughs> there. there. That's what it looks like. And look at the buds on that. I mean, there are Loaded. a ton of buds. So it's another good continual bloomer, um, just consistent. Um, this one is a great bird attractor. That mm -hmm. is, if you let it go to seed as it goes into winter, it'll actually be a food source for uh, for birds as they get through winter. comes back every year. And I find that super tough as far as animals like javelina don't love oh, this it's got a fuzzy nice. uh texture to the foliage that mm -hmm. they just don't like you do not care for that so another one of my favorites so this one is gara this one is the the other name for it is whirling butterflies yeah whirling um, because butterflies. the little flowers on it just look like they're little butterflies going through the yard um it, it's very i love it when the wind kind of is blowing and you the plant starts moving and it just is a very pretty plant out there. Kind of has a simple lacy look to it, but it just, each stem comes out and it just produces flowers all the way up the stem. And it also comes in a dark pink um, and a light pink as well. Kind of different heights. This would be a great companion for Russian sage, mm -hmm. agastache, primrose. It loves that right out there in the heat. I mean, just like crazy wind, crazy sun. I'm on a ridgeline. I have nothing but rock piles. Gara is going to like that. This is where it grows. We have one out by our mailbox that I don't even think it's on a drip at this point in its life, <laughs> but it is huge and it is beautiful. So a great one to put in. We're out of time, babe. I know you got uh, more, so they'll just have to tune in later for uh, to listen to more of your flower suggestions. Or, or come, just in. come in. Come in. Better yet, <laughs> Kenneliese Lane, the Mountain Gardeners. Be right back after this.